Hello, this is Valerie Nicole with One Girl, One Mike Podcast. This is episode number 10. Yay. Mm. I'm 10 episodes in out here in these podcast streets, right? (laughs) (laughs) I am here today with cousin TJ. I call her cousin. Y'all can't call her cousin. Only I can call her cousin. That's right. Y'all call her TJ. (laughs) Um, I want to start this podcast off first by saying... um, a really good friend of mine is, um, he's a really good par- party promoter as well. He's actually going to be hosting a every Saturday event down at Minnie's Rhythm Cafe at 546 East Leonard Street in Detroit, Michigan. If you're looking for a really good day party, it's from 2 to 8. They're going to have drink specials. It's a very good vibe, really good mature crowd, looking for a great place to hang out and party Saturday. This Saturday, May 18th, will be the first Saturday they're doing it. So I don't know if you're looking for somewhere to chill at before you hit the 2 Chains concert that's going to be going on down there. It's a lot of stuff going on downtown Detroit. If you're looking for somewhere to have a good drink and hang out, check him out down at Minnie's Rhythm Cafe. I've actually been there before, and they have really good drinks, and it's a really good energy. Upstairs, downstairs, make sure y'all check him out. And for all of your Mother's Day needs, if you're looking for an outfit or just anything, birthdays or whatever like that, make sure you shop Vane Boutique on Seven Mile Livernois in the um, Fashion District in Detroit, Michigan. Um, she has a lot of new um, arrivals. She's just a really good person, very good store. Yeah, really good person to do business with. Shout out to Kyra over at Vane Boutique. Yeah, she got some cute stuff. I she saw some, it on yeah. it. Yes, I need to go over there and get them shorts. Yeah, <laughs> she has some really cute stuff. And she has a lot of clearance, cute clearance stuff. A lot yeah. of young ladies were coming in for um, getting their senior pictures and stuff together. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> she's, doing really she's good. always running, doing really good specials and everything like that. Okay. So, cousin, this is our Mother's Day edition. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about our mamas Mama. and motherhood, <laughs> right? So, but first, I want to start off by saying, or talking about, I was on Instagram, and Kev on stage did this whole video about people not washing their legs. <laughs> so, apparently, someone did a poll and asked the question, do you wash your legs in the shower? And, like, two, 13% of the people said no. And he couldn't believe it. Like, wait, it's 13% of people not washing their legs? So then, like, all of these different tweets started to come up where people were like, oh, so you should wash your legs in the shower? And I'm going, like, how could you not wash your What are you doing in the shower if you're not washing your legs? Because even he said, like, that's half your body. That's half of your body. And now all the dirt is coming down from the top. <laughs> going to the on legs. legs. So, like, if you're not washing your legs, you're not washing your feet. <laughs> Which is a damn problem in Which itself. Which is a problem <laughs> in itself. So, I'm pretty sure they look down at because some people just shower constantly. I do shower a lot, but I will take a bath. Like, you mm-hmm. have to take a bath. Yeah, I agree. And so, Women noticed, especially. Yes. Uh, men too. Like uh, my husband takes <laughs> baths. Mm-hmm. That's and his. Na- I noticed that his nails and feet are always clean. And it's oh yeah, that, that that does make he's sense. Get it in the bathtub. Yeah, he's soaking. But um, I take a shower, right? <laughs> and most men don't soak. But hey, they don't. thank God for the clean man. Yes, thank God. Um, but yeah, like you you get in the shower. I cannot believe people are not going the other half of the body and washing your feet and legs like you at some point your toenails gotta be getting black around them like but and i'm thinking like you would get a whooping for that in my house yes but like what were you doing in the shower not washing black house you can (laughs) on mother's day we're gonna talk about all of (laughs) no but like you really are not washing your legs like my mother would be like what were you doing in the shower and you did not wash wash your legs you just skip that whole part or under your arms or anywhere Another thing that um, I guess this poll revealed was that people don't shower often. Like some of the people, and I have to say, the people, they were white. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just put that out there. They were white. They were white saying people, white, people. white people were saying that they like shower twice a week. Um, okay, but they have to wash their hair <laughs> daily. And I was told this by a white person. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, she says she can't go more than two days without washing her hair. So. How I've definitely heard that as not, well. They, well, you know what? They dry shampoo a lot. They should have never came out with dry shampoo. <laughs> I don't even because understand that the is, concept. Me neither. And then that's giving them permission to not shower regularly. And that's a problem. Like, I, I don't know. But then when we were talking a little bit before we cut the mics on, you were saying that maybe it's a millennial thing. 
It could be. Because they want to do everything fast. Well, I have a lady at work. Um, I don't really know her, but I learned this about her, that she doesn't shower daily. Mm. She also puts her clothes on at night for work the next day. (laughs) (laughs) For work the next day. They don't be they don't be wrinkled. Do you, so do you know who um <laughs> the dumb and dumber guy is? Not Jim Carrey, the other guy. Yes. yes Jeff somebody. Yes, the hair. Yes. Her hair looked just like his every day. <laughs> and she I learned that she does not shower and she puts on her clothes and sleeps in them and comes to work the next day. Amazing. That That's is not fucking amazing. That's ridiculous. That is amazingly <laughs> ridiculous. <then>. Yes. <laughs> Now, you know, my face when I first, I was like, what? I said, what do you mean? I don't, is, I don't understand why she's doing that when you have access. That's a, that has to be some type of form of mental illness. It, I'm sorry. It, but I believe I, not taking a shower. Why don't you want to be clean? Why don't you want to be clean? Why don't you want to comb your hair? But why would you want to sleep in your clothes and then? That's a different level. Of, that is a completely different. <laughs> is, she, is she young? No, that's she's, what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, so I'm not gonna just blame the millennials, but they do things differently. Well, I did hear of a young lady saying that um, she does not use soap to clean her vagina, and mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why you wouldn't use soap. But then you just told me that apparently we haven't been using soap either. Okay, so two things: most people don't know the parts of their body. Okay. Your what you have a your vagina, your genitals, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have the actual entrance, which is <laughs> <laughs> y'all should see her hand. So you can clean your vagina. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to put soap on the inside, mm-hmm. the urethral opening or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. You're not supposed to do that. That's the. Re- Do you think that's the reason why they probably like Googled it, it and that's why they stopped using soap? True, but you need. And to that's put, why they be stinking. They you most blo- <laughs> most most websites or most health sites will tell you just plain water and you know a washcloth. What? Yeah, you never looked at like I looked and seen what was out there before I sat down with my oldest daughter. I looked and seen what was out there. Like, what could she be learning? Because we didn't have the internet growing right. up, mm-hmm. so. What could she be learning? And that's how I seen all that stuff about, oh, you know, people don't really understand their body parts. Um, most of the blogs tell you don't put soap down there, you know, only use warm water and a, just a washcloth. What? Yes. I'm going to pull it up for you. So this goes back to sometimes the Internet shit is not good. It's a Some, lot of this shit not good. Right. No, I mean like first like just like yeah, you're right. A lot of it is not good. Like some of the like sometimes we want to get so far removed from what we've learned and do things so differently in our life. Like sometimes that th- something that was passed down from generation to generation may be good for you. Like if your grandmother taught your mother how to wash, you know, herself properly and she uses soap, maybe you should just do the same thing. I don't yes. care what the internet says. I don't care what the internet says. You can find but then we're okay, so we were talking about like using the dove soap, which is a mild soap. Which every, I, you know, a lot of people I know use, including myself. Yeah. And you said it doesn't even clean. So maybe I haven't been washing my legs either, <laughs> <laughs> because I've been using Dove so this whole what, time. So basically, in a nutshell, what the website was saying. So what I was saying earlier, guys, before we um, clicked on, was I was reading this website saying that Dove is not really a soap. Is doesn't clean it's more of a moisturizing bar or a beauty bar and i pulled the damn box out and it says beauty it bar. does says beauty bar on there it, it does says beauty bar and so i had this other bar from a vino and at the bottom it says cleansing bar what and so i'm standing in walgreens fucking floored like shut the noise and i was only buying the vino because i had like a breakout and i wanted to just yeah. use a vino uh-huh. on my skin so i use it all over but I'm standing there. I'm like, you know what? My hairstylist is the one who brought it to my attention. She was like, well, you know, I don't use Dove. She's like, I only use Dial. She's, but Ooh, I can't use Dial. That's too strong. I cannot use Dial. Well, because I ain't really been clean. <laughs> <laughs> my body ain't used to. Apparently, Nobody my skin is not used to clean. really being clean. Your body reject clean, but no. So I, so I, when I was in Walgreens buying the soap, I pulled it up. I started researching like, is Dove a soap? Just punching in different stupid stuff in Google. This article came back saying basically it's like a it has a a cleaner in it, but not for the human body. It's like a deodorizer 
or what? A, yes, it's not a. It doesn't cleanse. It makes soap, it because it has that ingredient in it, but it's not the same like the same ingredients like Dial. Have you seen a difference from using Aveeno soap? So the Aveeno is moisturizing and also cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have any smell. Um, I did like it. It's pretty expensive for one bar, three sixty nine. I thought that was pretty yeah, that's expensive, pretty expensive. And it doesn't last that long. But no, I didn't. I didn't feel like Cleaner. I. Yeah, it, there was no difference. So it's like, hmm, this requires a little bit more research. But just in learning that, I still was kind of just like shook. Like I've been using Dove since the beginning of time. Yes. Because you know, like dial is too strong for not me. All like the crazy zest, dub, just a plain old, just a plain blue and white box. Blue and white box. I don't need the extra moisturizer. No, I don't so, need the shade. None of that. Wow, I'm gonna send you the amazing. article, and I want you to read it and tell me what your. But that is what it was saying. That's, yeah, that dove is not soap, and I'm like, so wait a minute, I've been. So I haven't clean. been so you, okay. I take that back, white people, because I haven't been washing my legs either. But. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have been doing the motion of... You don't stink, though. I don't be stinking, cousin. I don't be stinking. All right, so let's get going. I couldn't believe that. Um, mm-hmm. This is the Mother's Day edition, so... But let before we get into that, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to talk about um, a recent mother who has been in the news, Aisha Curry. So I've been having, like, these discussions with mm-hmm. people just, like, about how I feel about what she said and how she is basically always attacked like this whenever she says something publicly. When mm-hmm. she says things about um, stuff, and she really could just fall back for a second and just mm-hmm. kind of let things go, but she doesn't. She feels like she has to, you know, come out and say these things. But um, in a nutshell... Um, As we all know, she was saying that she feels like she doesn't get male attention. Um, That was kind of the focal point of her um, her interview with Jada Pinkett on Red Table Talk. Mm -hmm. So she was basically saying, um, you know, she doesn't get any male attention. She wants to know what's wrong with her. I feel like a lot of women have asked themselves that question before. Like, what's wrong with me? Whether it be about, you know, getting male attention, dating, your friendships. I feel like you probably have asked yourself that I have I have several times Mm -hmm. um I feel like a lot of what she said was misconstrued Mm -hmm. but she also wasn't um 100% clear in what she was trying to communicate well I think that you are the perfect person to um put things into perspective because you are a married woman Mm -hmm. with kids Mm -hmm. so who else better than to make it clear than a woman that's married like Mm -hmm. do y'all want attention from other men I have a whole so you know and so I so what I feel like what she was saying is I women and first of all before that lady is a wife a mother or anything she's a woman and women do want to be desired we want to be looked at we don't have to it's like a look but don't touch situation and that's not easy for a man to deal with um I also think that Aisha is not aware of who she is um sometimes when you're in a situation and it just it's you're normal so Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand you are Steph Curry's wife this superstar basketball player who's very well respected and that's you're his wife so people are looking at you like okay I don't I see a beautiful woman and all right but I see a beautiful woman yeah and um I know she's married I respect her husband I don't want to say anything to her so when I was talking to uh, my husband about it and telling him like how I think she felt which is basically I love you as my husband. I'm not saying I want other men to come walking up, grabbing my hand and hooting and hollering, but she doesn't feel desired or accepted by society. And that's a weird thing because it seems that Steph is really supportive of her, but she wants to look look like maybe a Cardi or a Nikki to the world, but that's not who you are. So you can't dumb yourself down or change who you are really deep down inside just because you want society to accept you but on the flip side of that she's still a woman she Mm -hmm. does want to be acknowledged she does want to be looked at by men and I also women because women drag her through the mud for the way that she dresses and now the men are okay so can okay let me just jump in for Mm -hmm. one quick minute okay so I think that It's crazy. 
the way that people look at her is the way she presented herself to us in the beginning. I agree with that. You can't present yourself as being Miss Holier Than Thou. I want to wear turtlenecks to the beach. I don't. I want to cover talk myself about other people and women. talk about other people that carry themselves like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to be at home making my green bean casserole <laughs> and being this, you know, primped and proper wife. But then now all of a sudden you want to, you know, bust it wide open. Because she did a video with her like doing this whole reggae and she was, you know, now you busting it wide open open oh now being a hoe is fun I so, now you see hoes is winning yes. so now you want to be a hoe mm-hmm. no and Aisha Curry that, nobody looks at you like that and I, I seen a meme that, that said like your face is big and you don't have any hips so nobody really <laughs> no, like you but your somebody husband somebody said she looks like um, who is the football player I can't think of his name right now I'm I can of, picture Heinz his face Ward, Heinz yes. Ward and I can't unsee I cannot it unsee it yes so anyway I, I understand that part because I told my husband both like you can't you can't have both worlds. You got to be who you are and be okay with that world. You can't dibble and dabble in both. And she knows that all very well because she's very she's kind of religious. You know, she talks mm-hmm. about God all the time and that's all good, but you can't live you can't have the best of both worlds. You can live in both worlds, they both not going to be good to you. Yes. You you cannot do that. And so that's what I told my husband. I said I get where she's coming from as far as her feelings because Women have, I have felt that way. Yeah. Like, okay, what's wrong with me? Well, you're married. And, and like Jada made a point, she said, your blinders are you you're not turned on to i it, agree so with that i so, totally agree with yes, her when she and, said that and sometimes men are talking to me and i have no idea because i've been with um married women i've even probably been with you and i'm mm-hmm. like cousin you didn't see that girl you're like who what guy who, you like what? because your mind is not focused on that where i'm yeah. single so my radar is always up and i'm always so yeah my i'm like um receiving different energy yes. versus when you marry especially when you are faithful and married you you're not even receiving that type of energy because that's not where your energy is. Totally blinded. Like he has brought it up before. Like so, you ain't see. No, I, didn't I wasn't see paying him, him I any don't care. Of, yeah, I wasn't paying him any attention. Yeah, but I talk in a, in a nutshell. I said she can't have both. I understand how she feels. I think that um, she's coming to that same kind of crossroad. Like even where Beyonce and Rihanna may have had to come. Mm-hmm. Rihanna came out. She was this wholesome looking girl, and then all of a sudden something switched. And then she just became this person who she is now. But she said that that's who she always was. Yes. And I believe that about Beyonce. Beyonce is a different Beyonce now. She's gotten older. She's made a lot of transitions. She stopped doing, you know, she's not that wholesome bee anymore. I think, you know, she still has a very good image. No, yeah. And I think that, um, like to get off subject a little bit, I think that Rihanna set the tone for them. Like yes, sometimes the I younger, like that. younger, the young will teach us, right? I like said so that. Uh, if mm-hmm. Rihanna was out, when Brandy came out, we would ha- we would see a different Brandy. We would see a different Brandy because she had that wholesome, clean cut. Because that was the machine that they were putting them out in. Yes. And Rihanna came out and was like, "No, nah, I'm cutting my hair. I smoke weed. In public, my titties I out. Got tattoos. Yes. <laughs> I love talking yes. about sex. I love my sexuality. Yes. I am an island girl. This I is who I am. That. So I'm going to be mm-hmm. true to who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think that once Beyonce got a glimpse of that, she was like, "Fuck that. I'm gonna be myself too. <laughs> yes. And right? I'm glad. And I'm glad. Pe- women become empowered at that. Point yes. Because they feel like I'm in control control of who I am. And that's why I don't like to be dismissive to younger women because young you can get really great things from them. One of the things that I hold dear to me is my younger younger women or mm-hmm. younger cousins whether male or female because they all teach me something, but they come to me for the, you know, afterthought, yes. like, hey, mm-hmm. what you think about this? Yes. That is such an honor because I have learned from them. Yes. Because we become removed at a certain point yes. with things that are going on. Okay. And they keep you young and fresh. <laughs> so, on a surface level, going back to Aisha Curry, like, mm-hmm. on a surface level, I think the average woman has been getting attention from men since, probably since 12 or 13 years old. Oh, I I agree. Right? So, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, like, this sad but true. Yeah. So, you've been getting attention from men since probably 12 or 13. I couldn't imagine... That just stopping. Exactly. I would be like, wait a minute. Like, but after so going back. Nobody feeling me no more? <laughs> I ain't hot <laughs> right. in these streets. Just because I'm married, I ain't hot. Right. Going back to some of the things that she has said, I think that Aisha has put herself in this situation with yes. the public, you know, because she'll come out. Okay, I'm married, guys, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm engaged, you know, leave me alone type of situation. But We now, wouldn't even bother you in the first place. Aisha. Right, nobody was knocking on the door, but okay. Right. But now you're saying you don't get male attention. And now you've been made a complete mockery of, which I hate because she was trying to express herself. Yeah. But she has to 
understand what she's dealing with. Social media is made up of so many peanuts. <laughs> you not. Yeah, and Aisha nuts. can be a little bit annoying sometimes she too. Like her annoying. whole, she's just annoying as fuck. And this is just another annoying thing that you've done. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I think you should just stay being your turtleneck wearing, you know, go make that bean casserole. Nobody gonna eat but you and Steph Curry and them badass kids. Like, go. They are bad. They, they are bad. I like, repeat the things that my husband said, but he made a lot of good valid points about her just what like what a male would say and i'll tell you offline but um men they have a different perspective on her you know as well that's why the memes were kind of going around like aisha like be happy you got Steph. like you got, you got steph, steph curry like everybody loves him but then again i can't understand where she was coming I from first like totally everybody looking re- love and respect him but then nobody actually sees her I'm not it's like well then do something that. then well she's that's why i think she was trying to build her own lane like she wants to do cooking and you know she's doing i think she has always wanted to be that because She's got like commercials from when she was like thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, that's she, why. That's why I don't think that this is not. She don't know where she at. Like you've been one. You want it. This is the life you wanted. She, right. I. She wants more from it. And uh, and another thing by her being with Steph since she was like fourteen or fifteen, she hasn't been exposed to a whole lot in the world because she's been with him. That's my assumption. I'm not. Saying oh, or that. do you think that maybe? Okay, so I, I I had this career path, you know, in my head what I wanted to do and I wanted to be this actress, and then you know Steph's career took off and my shit just got kind of got put on I the back burner. I believe that. I believe that and she I has nobody. a tinge of jealousy, and that yeah. can happen in relationships. Yeah, where I think that's you're normal. You're jealous of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's pretty it's normal. Not, it's normal but it's not it's not good it's not healthy but i think it's normal yes it yeah. is normal to yeah. be to have a tinge of like not jealousy i'm gonna call it envy yeah because it doesn't mean that you hate that person or that you have an issue it's just like i'm envious of this situation that you're in i want that situation well, if you think about it like Think about um, mothers that um, have kids and then they become stay-at-home mothers. So they want to be at home with their kids, but then they look at the husband like, but you get to go out in the world and you get to talk to adults and you get to do, how was your day? And it's like, I'm jealous of that. But (laughs) there's, see, the same thing with the worlds. You can't, the worlds are not going to Either you want to be a stay-at-home mom with your kids or you want to go out here and make the bread and butter. Yes. So like, I don't want to, at one point in time, I wanted to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Stayed at home briefly. It's not for me. You know, I only can do it for a short period of time. Right, like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here. You seen I was day drinking every day. I'm just hanging out. Kids ain't got nothing done, but I'm chilling. Right. I, it was, that's not for me. Yeah. I need to be at work for right. the structure. I, I get it. Like, no, I need structure in my life. Like, I'm not going to be, yeah, like, jealous of what he has going on. I'll just yeah. kind of do my own thing. I don't know. Aisha Curry, she'll be okay. They have more than enough money to figure <laughs> okay, it out. money going to solve all 99 of her problems. Hello, and they got God, they got money. They, <laughs> they don't eat meat. They, they rich. Don't, right. They okay. Pay. They paid. Okay. okay. She's really, I don't know. I just, I can't help but um, compare her to Savannah. Savannah just to, seems way more Savannah. genuine to me. She is. And she does not give a flying fuck about no. like that time when Savannah made Thanksgiving dinner. She had them. Uh, them aluminum pants. Yes. And Tim fall on top of it. Listen, she like, and I was listen. and I was so happy, but I was like, sister, like we gonna have to, you know, we don't y'all don't do that no more. Like y'all, yes, we do, we still do this. And I was but the told next that one she did. LeBron was, is very frugal. Really, I was told. Well, that. you know, the mm-hmm. next the next dinner, it was it was the setup was a little bit different. Okay. The presentation was different, but that first one with the balloon pants. Because I was like, like, hey, we doing this. This is how we doing. We from and you Ohio. know her and her mother cooked all that food really? together. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they like because yeah, like her sister come over and do her hair like. But even LeBron, like, watching him on his live with his kids, he be hollering to the boys, Bronny, give her back the ball. Like, he just be hollering, yeah. you know, like how normal dads do. So they seem very normal and down to earth. They seem more Savannah, authentic. Yes, and Savannah is just like, hey, I'm show up to the games and be fine with my glasses on. And yes. that's it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and Savannah went through a period, I think, when he was in Miami where she probably felt a little bit, you know. Out of place. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we're not in Ohio no more. Like, so now we in Miami and you got Kim Kardashian sitting corset, mm-hmm. you know, winking at your man. It's like, I, I got to step my game up. Now, <laughs> let me go get me a style 
stylist, a hairdresser, somebody do my makeup and all the time. she looks good every she time. She does. And I hate that women always say she looks so regular. What you want her to look like? Yeah. I, I, lo- what, I love the that fact mean? that she looks like me. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> she looks just like us. She'll post a picture in a messy bun and no makeup. She's and a very beautiful. pretty lady. Yes. You know, I don't get that part, but that's another. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Okay. So, all right, let's get into the Mother's Day. Okay. I want to first start off by saying happy Mother's Day to you, cousin. Thank you. Yes. Um, I think that you have, uh, by me not having kids, I have to take moments like this to just honor all of the mothers in my life and like mm-hmm. what y'all have taught me about motherhood mm-hmm. if I was to ever have a baby. Um, You do so much for your kids, cousin. You are like a machine. <laughs> I don't even understand how you do it. Like work and you still work. You still have a husband that you tend to and try to have a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you still are a great mother to your kids. Your kids look up to you. Like I admire the fact that Jordan wants to be exactly like you. Yeah, like It's scary though. Like everything <laughs> you do. She's like, but it's like who better for her to look up to than her mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just think that you are a really, I want to say on air, like you are a great mother. Thank you. You really, really inspire me. <laughs> to be a better person even in motherhood like yes. well the crazy thing is I have I go to you for advice yeah. about the kids <laughs> yeah, yeah we always <laughs> talk about yes. the kids and I, you know one thing I um I have taken from you far as motherhood is like you have patience like you have patience with your kids you would take a step back you know and like okay wait I'm not going to blow off the handle right now. I'm not going to go the typical route. You know what? I guess I do. Because I was going to say, no, nah, I ain't got no patience. But I guess I do because I have told you some really crazy situations. Yes. And I was like, and this is what I had to do. And I don't mind sharing them. No, 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 no. No, but I'm mm-hmm. just I'm not saying, like, nobody is perfect. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm sure every, any mother that this, you know, their, their ears can hear my voice right now <laughs> would be like, look, ain't nobody perfect. Like, we all there. But for the most part and for, like, your um, intent is mm-hmm. always to do things differently with them yes that is my intent and i'm glad you picked up on that yes. that is my mm-hmm. that is my priority like yes okay what 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 happened to me in this situation how would i do it differently not that the previous situation was wrong yes but what can i do to make this situation a little bit better so yeah yeah and I, letting I, them I have a voice that. yes you know without being too you know too grown or whatever like that because your kids are not that at all mm-hmm. but like letting them have a voice Taking responsibility for things that you may have done, like you apologize to your kids. Yes, I do. That is huge. Mm -hmm. Like really actually taking things that we have learned and actually applying them to motherhood. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that has to be so hard. And I thank you for that. Like you have really, really shown me that in motherhood. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you so much. That's an honor to hear you say that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. So... Let's talk about our mothers, cousin. YC. And TW. So I want to say, I want to say how I start calling, how me and my siblings start calling my mother YC. Yes, I never asked you that, so please tell right. me. So those are her initials, right? So me and Hillary was watching um, Keisha Cole's um, reality show way okay. back in the day, right? Mm-hmm. Keisha Cole, adoptive mother, name is Yvonne Cole. Yes, it is. So Frankie, which is her real mother that's on drugs and it is crazy as hell a hot mess, <laughs> Frankie calls her adoptive mother YC. I did not pick up on yes. that at all. Yes, she calls her YC. So as me and, me and Hillary was watching the episode together and we was both cracking up laughing because... Frankie is crazy as hell. But yeah, Frankie kind of reminds me of my mama a little bit. Like, some of the, her antics she does. Like, mama, my, Yvonne Cole is not, uh-uh, that's not my mother. <laughs> but so me and Hillary, that's how we started calling my mother YC because we was cracking up laughing. Like, that's crazy. Those are my mother initials. So my mother is not all the way okay with it. I told her if I have a baby, I would let my baby call her YC and she got pissed off. <laughs> She's like, I don't even want you calling me YC like halfway. Like, I don't want to answer to, you know, YC to you. And I'm like, it's your name. So like, I didn't know that y'all legit be calling her YC. That's legit her name I've now. I've you reference it on Facebook and Mm-mm. social media. But I did not know you legit call her YC. Yeah. That's Outside hilarious. of mom, like I call her mom. Yeah. But like for the most part, yeah, her name, that's her name now. She's been renamed. She got a nickname. Girl. But we've been, it's been like, we've been calling her that for a while. Yeah, that was that, a long time ago. That was ago. a long time ago. Yeah, so we've been calling her that for a long and time. And I used to watch that show. I never picked up on yes, that. Yes, it was the episode where Keisha Cole took them on a um, bus trip, and Frankie got on the bus acting crazy. As usual. As usual. Not wanting to put her teeth in. Can you in. imagine having a mama like that? I could not. Frankie is crazy as hell. She is. She has a lot of struggles, though. She does. And I understand She's that. entertaining as shit, though. <laughs> To first, I would, because she's somebody else's mother. Yes. 
It's, yeah. It's not your mama. It's not my mother. Yeah. Who child. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. But yeah, I don't have any nicknames for my mother. Um, I will call her by her first name, but I call her mom most of the time. Uh-huh. I call her her first name when I want to get on her nerves. Yeah. When I don't have any nicknames. When you call her by her first name, is she still like, don't play with me? Yes. And I'd be like, legitimately who, scared. Like, who you you should be. <laughs> so, okay, so a little bit of background. So me and cousin, our mothers are the same zodiac sign. So, and their birthdays are a few days apart. Two days apart. Two I days think. apart from each other. So um, it was really comforting to have somebody in my life that could relate to things outside of my siblings can, with my mother. So I can always call a cousin and cousin could relate. And the crazy part about it is our mothers hung out like a lot like back in the day they was running buddies yes. so they ran together all the time so we could always relate if, even if we have to like reference back to things from our childhood together yes. we could always relate to each other and that felt really really good I was always grateful for that friendship because you always understand exactly where I'm coming from when I'm like calling you about mama issues yes I have felt that recently like telling you things yeah. and I'm like cousin Mm-hmm. <laughs> help yeah. yes and it's like it's always it just feels so good to have a safe space a safe space mm-hmm. because you know me and you we share a lot yes that, that people don't even know like people don't even know would like, never know they would never know never. so and it's just so comforting to have you and you know I'm not feel good for you to be able to and I'm like always want to be there for you like no matter what like okay what is going on and even you are yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes but today I want to um, I want to honor our mothers for the good for the good they do because yes. we can have a whole therapy session on you know um, who our parents are yeah who our parents are and bullshit like I just want to honor because it's Mother's Day so this is their day for me to reflect on all of the good shit about them and not crazy stuff yeah. right and I don't want to complain and bitch and moan because there's so many people that don't have their parents here and that's so selfish mm-hmm. of me you know because I have both my parents here and I can't um, well. I don't have my father. Right. But I cannot imagine. I didn't imagine my life without either one of them, mm-hmm. which is so weird. Now we'll talk about that another time. Mm-hmm. But my mother, the same way how I didn't necessarily, you know, like I could imagine life without my grandmothers. Yes. My mother is the same way. Yes. You always feel like there's no end, you know, to your mother. Mm-hmm. And that's Emmy. And people who have lost their mothers, oh my goodness. Like I have sent friends books on grief just because I am so empathetic to the situation that yes i can pick up the phone and call my mother and say anything yeah you don't have that yeah. you can't do that and that's hurtful i cannot imagine a good friend of mine um the, the and their mother have been um passed for a few years now mm-hmm. but she said when her mother first passed so before her mother passed every day she called her mother every day on her lunch break that's just what she did mm-hmm. so after you know the funeral everything she go back to work and she pick up the phone to call her mother and she's like I had to leave work because that was like it hit me so hard so mm-hmm. thinking about things like that it just really it almost bring me to tears like yeah. I, so I don't want to bitch and moan and complain about anything with my mother because mm-hmm. my mother is still here and that's so selfish to people that mothers that are not here yes good point yeah. mm-hmm. so I think that one of the great things that I have to thank YC for is she is strong my mother is strong and she's fearless Right. So it was just just a situation. I'm gonna make this story really, really fast. Um, I just recently moved back home. And so living with my mother has been a little bit crazy. My mother broke her foot last year. So my mother actually had a dream that um, oh no, she wasn't dreaming. She thought she heard me screaming. Right outside, because I come home from work late. She jumped up and ran down the whole flight of steps, like with her foot, like she had just got her cast off because she thought somebody was out there attacking me. And I'm I can like, see that. Yes, because she was ready, like in the middle of her sleep, ready. Um, the situation just happened with the mouse. It was a mouse in my room. Yes. And oh my goodness, I was screaming so loud. My mother came, kicked in my door because she thought somebody was in there getting me um attacking me, but it was really a mouse. Tell the other part. Yeah. So then so my mother is immediately she immediately goes into mold so she's like get grabbing stuff and i had a plate that i have been eating um tuna fish on on nightstand that i left there so she hands me the plate she goes take this downstairs you can't have food in your room so as she had me the plate i look (laughs) back and i seen the mouse again and i ran but my body locked up with fear and i fell down the steps (laughs) 
And I fell down the steps and she was screaming my name. And then, of course, she ran down the steps after me because she thought I was going to go through the glass door. It was just a whole big old mess. It was like five o'clock in the morning. So when I was when those raccoons was coming after me, you oh know, we God. had to go to war with these raccoons at my house. <laughs> my mother would walk. My mother would literally get up and walk me to my car every morning. Well, I, at the time I was working a split shift. So on Friday and Saturday, I had to be to work at 5 a.m. So I would leave at about four. Every Pitch morning, my mother would get up out her sleep and walk me to my car because I was that scared of these raccoons. That is a mother. Every day. Like, That's this was, she never complained. Like, even if she probably was mad at me the day before, yes. like, she would still get up. Even if I would, like, try to be mad at her and say I'm not going to wake her up, she would hear me getting up for work and w- get up and walk me to my car every day because I can. I was that afraid of these raccoons. That is a mother. So, in that aspect, like, maybe something she's made me weak because I'm like, excuse me, like, what would I have done if my mother wasn't here and I had a baby? Like in the mouse, like in that situation, <laughs> I, I probably would have left that baby in there. And I don't know, but maybe if I was a mother, I would have been. I don't know. Maybe you get different strength when you're a mother. Not okay. So, my mother is just like your mother. Mm-hmm. Very strong, very fearless. Um, <laughs> flight, you know, will you know, and will and knows how to solve things on her feet, like real quick, like. First of all, both of our mothers grew up in the 80s. Yes. You know, where uh-huh. you had to fight for everything. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Your mama got a thousand kids. You got to <laughs> right. fight for space at home. Yes. So she's strong for that reason. Yes. She's strong mentally and strong physically. Yes. So my mother, like yours, is very protective as well. Mm-hmm. And so the times that I've seen her actually be like in a point where she's put in a weak position, um, that has put things in perspective for me. Like, so she really is human. Yeah. Like I had never really seen my mother over the years, you know, cry a whole lot. Yeah. Buckle no. a whole lot. And I'm sure there were plenty of nights yes. that she was crying or, you know, got by herself and whatever, or maybe not because <laughs> no, I think so. They're, they're cancers. So yes. They're they, cancers. trust me. They cancers are, are different very type emotional of people. Yeah. Yeah. Strong, but emotional. Yeah. So, um, like, the first time I ever seen my mother become emotional, I had gotten sick a couple years ago. You know, I had back-to-back uh-huh. surgeries. So I was going through all this stuff. It was just a lot of things going on with me mentally that I just couldn't. And my mother ate all of that mm-hmm. to the point where I saw her, her, like, she was so discolored with stress from worrying about me that I didn't even realize that she went through that until she shared it with me later. Yeah. And I thought back, like, she was doing that. Oh, my God, that did happen. And I thought, like, I'm, like, early 30s at that point. Mm -hmm. Now, a few years down the line, I'm, like, I had never really seen my mother be vulnerable. Yes. And I like that part of her because she doesn't really show it. She show it to me. Yeah, but but it's good to see, right, sometimes. But for her children, she's anything. You know, she's our protector. I'm sure if you're not, because I know her personally and I know you, if she could have been like, just give me her sickness and I'll do it and put me <laughs> yes. in the hospital when you go to work, you know, she yes. would have definitely been and she's in a like that with like my not even too. thought about it. She's just like that with Roland. Yes. She always has been, you know, just, oh, my God, my kids. And it's so strange to see her like that because she presents very differently. Yeah. You know, she's uh-huh. like, hey, don't mess with my kids. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with my mama. Don't mess with my brother. Don't mess <laughs> yes. with nobody. You yes. know, that's how she is. But yeah. to see her... In those aspects of where she's being vulnerable was a different side of my mother to me. And I thoroughly enjoy that side of her mm-hmm. because it's not something that shows up often um, because I feel like she does. I think she feels like just from where she came from, that that's not something that you present all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I don't. It, I never really had space to be that person. So I don't exactly. even know how to be that person now. Yes. All I, all I know how to be is strong. Yes. But my mother, like your mother, has also cushioned me a whole lot. A whole lot. To the point where, like, if my mother was to come and stay with us, Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't be doing nothing. Like, I don't do a lot now, Mm -hmm. you know, but she would come there and wash my clothes and put them away. And even the kids' stuff, she would cook every day. Yes. My mother had to stay with me briefly when I had an apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. And when she was staying there, making my bed and coming to cook breakfast, we would have breakfast in the morning. You know, that's just 
okay, I want to make, and I made you a lunch and like <laughs> legitimately like baby and me and I'm this grown ass woman. Yeah. I think that, um, first of all, like me moving back home is like living in a hotel. <laughs> like I don't do anything. I, I don't, I don't have to do anything. My mother does my grocery shopping. She's at the grocery store. Like it's, is she can be like so like hardcore, mm-hmm. tough, you know, and then she'll be like in the grocery store, like, so what type of ice cream do you want me to yes, buy you? Okay, so because I know you like this brand of this, and I have to, and I can see I, your mother is like that with you. She like, is. okay, well, let me do this for you know my baby because and it's like, but you really is like the hardcore lady. No, when it comes to my kids, <laughs> not when it comes to your kids. No, I'm a you know, and even. Because, like, being in a world, I've seen people not have that type of relationship or not have that type of love from their mother. That makes me so grateful for mine. And it it makes me wonder how is that person even, like, functioning? Like, how do you function in the world without your mother? Yeah, and then your mother is alive. Like alive. when, when When the rubber meets the road, like, your mother is still not there. And sometimes, you know what, I I think I have picked up on people who have bad relationships with their mother. You can just tell. They present a different way. They love different. Yes. Yes. They love different. And that's so sad because a lot of that angst and things from your past trickle down to your kids if you decide to have them. Yeah. If you don't check. That disconnection. If you don't check it. Yeah. You will trickle that down to your kids. And so. And that, that's another thing that I'm grateful for my mother for because I don't think that she grew up in an environment that had a lot of love. And she made a conscious des- decision to love her kids differently. Yes. And um, I think it was, you know, had a lot to do with her seeing my father's mother. Mm-hmm. She and she, my mother have said this, like she's never seen um, a parent love their kids the way my grandmother loved my father and his siblings. Wow. She had never seen that before. Yeah, you, so yeah when, you do have to think about where your mother came from, both of your parents. Yes. You got to think about where mm-hmm. they came from. Yeah. And you also have to, you don't have to... Um, harp on an apology from your parents on certain things they are mother and father are still dealing with things that from their childhood from their teenage years from dealing with your daddy you know yes and that was yep i'm so happy you said that because that Mm -hmm. was my next point is like learning how to love her for the you know her strength and then accept her for her weaknesses because it's like it could be from where she came from so i have a lot of empathy now as at this age for my mother because of i know where she's come from and i know her background and i know that she genuinely is just doing the best she so if she can love me in this capacity the way she do with not coming from a very loving environment, just imagine if she came from a loving environment. Mm-hmm. You know, if she knew how to express how she feel. My mother expresses her love through protection. My mother too. Right? And my father. Like, Same yes. Way. So when I say my mama gonna air this bitch out, no, <laughs> she really gonna air this bitch out Let for me tell real. Y'all a story. So <laughs> my mother was getting ready to air, a bi- air this bitch out, okay? So I was working at CVS and um, I was like 22, 21, so still really young. I was living at home. And so um, I had a mental health patient who came, and she was trying to scheme on something, and I told her no. So she got irate, boom, bam, boom. And she told me, and yeah, when you um, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be waiting outside. <laughs> I'm texting. I'm calling mama like, so she said she's going to be waiting outside. And she said, I'm going to be the fuck out there too. <laughs> we both going to be waiting. We, that's what she said. We both going to be out there. And when I got out there, the lady wasn't out there, but my mother was out there in the back of the parking lot. I'm pretty sure she wasn't waiting to be invited, okay? Because I could definitely. So, but it, 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 do you think it's so crazy that both of our mothers like came from that type of era, but we are not like that? So they feel as though they have to protect I us? Avo- my mother be like, and you ain't say this, and you ain't say that. And I'd be like, no, it takes a lot for me to respond like her. My mother is so mad. She think, it, she so, be so mad. It's been situations where I have actually thought of my mother during a situation. Like, oh, no, I can't let you. Because when I tell this story back to my mother, I got to be able to say it. Because she's going to be like, and what did you say? And what, and did, what you did, say? did you do? Yes. Like, okay. And I'd be like, well, I, I tried to tell her. Right. And she'd be like, and you going to sit there and talk about it? <laughs> I got my mother. Listen, my mother. So I could definitely see her like, oh, who gonna be up there at ten o'clock? She's okay. like, I'm gonna be out there too, baby. That car was out there in the back of the parking lot. I'm like, <laughs> like, hey, mom. Okay, and she follow me on home. I'm like, my mama is. She love her kids. Stopping what she doing to go up there and see about her baby, girl. She had a scarf on. She was not playing. She's ready? She was not, not playing. Yeah, really not playing no games. That is um. <laughs> I don't know. And Our I, mothers will pull up. Pull up. And so I, that's the one thing I want to thank my mother for as well is because I never have felt unloved. 
I haven't either. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we have had, like, crazy ups and downs in our relationship. and it, But I've never, ever felt like my mother didn't love me. Like, I was here alone. I was in this thing alone. Never. Even when she's mad at me. Even when she's mad at me. Even when she's, she's mad still at me, coming. She's still going to come. Yes. If I call her, she's going to come. Yes. She's still going to help me the best way she can. She's going to give me her last every single time. Yes. To yes. this day, she's never, I'm never too grown for my mother to help me and to be there for me in any capacity of my life. And my mother was one of those kind of mothers where she was like, I don't, because she worked with so many people over, over time and they have uh-huh. younger kids, you know, and she had kids young, so mm-hmm. we're older. But she was saying like, I don't understand these parents who say the kids got to get out. You know, she said, if you want to come stay with me right now, with you and your two kids, you know, you're going to stay there until we figure it out. She said, my kids going to always have a place to stay with me. I don't care if it's a studio. Hello. We're going to be be in here together together and be happy together. Golly, that, that is like... Sound like YC verbatim. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she, no, we, she don't care. And I don't get that either about mothers or parents, period. Just well, maybe that's from out. that because that's the environment that they came from. So that's all they know. I don't know. But yeah. I'm thankful for my mother for the same reason. Yes. She's protective. She, I've never felt unloved. Mm-hmm. I know that she's always going to get, come for me. And she's going to try to fix whatever it is. Yes. That I'm whining or crying about. To so. the best of her ability. Mom, YC as well. I, I'm really um, grateful for that. And another thing, like on a lighter note, I am grateful that my mother and your mother is, um, I can say this for um, your mother as well. Like our mothers are still like pretty. <laughs> and they almost <laughs> They always young. together. Yes. Like they always well kept together. You yes. know, I don't think I've ever seen your mother with her hair not done. You no. know, because her she wears her hair cut short. Yes. So her hair is always done. Like, she's always put together, looking so nice. Like, you so never see her not all, together. Both of our mothers look younger than what they, they really do. are. And, and they have really young spirits. Yes, and they're, they have young spirits. Yeah. And it's crazy because they're still in the know of everything. And they're, like, yes. you know, going into this different era, yeah. you know, with their ages. But I appreciate that about her. I do. That she can still relate to me. Well, we're not friends on Facebook, but she is on Facebook. <laughs> right? We, we yes. cannot be friends on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't know. I, t- I took my. I let my mother be my friend on Facebook because at the time Hillary and Fred <laughs> did want to be her friend on Facebook. So I was like, she got to be one of our friends. I'll just take the blow and be her friend on Facebook. No, but. she deleted me. She yeah. she told me my Facebook is too much. Okay, ma. And she that, called me and said I deleted you, and I said so. <laughs> like, no, let me call her and tell her I deleted her. And she was like, okay. I said okay. <laughs> I'm deleted. Right. Fine. No, I'm I'm grateful for that. Like, I'm grateful that my mother is still, like, she cares about her appearance. Like, she has a young spirit. She does not just want to be. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, the mother. Because I um, know some people, mothers, that is not like that. And I I still get a lot from them. You know, so I really do. But I do. I didn't appreciate that before. So maybe that's why I'm acknowledging I appreciate it now. Like, my mother's young spirit, I didn't like it when I was younger. Right. (laughs) But now the older I get, I can appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, yep, I I can identify with that. Yeah, and I and I will say that my mother is very giving. Like she gives way more than I would ever give. We talked about that. We did, yes. They and I think that I'm the different. nice one, but really my mother is like, you In know. In that area, we're different. Yeah. I'm not ever going to let, like, I ain't going to say never ever, but like, please open it up my house to somebody. I'm probably not going to do it. But my mother will. Like, she'll <laughs> she feed will. people and she's really, really giving. And my mother is like the funniest person I know. My mother and my father, like, they, those two, I can see how they got together, how they stayed together, you know, for a while. But yeah, she's really, really funny. Yeah. I talk to my mother every day after work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, know we be exchanging every now and then she'll text me like call me i gotta tell you something and we'll be on the phone laughing and, and you know i gossip with my mother yes, that's my mother yes. i don't care what y'all say yes. i gossip with my yeah, mother i got with my mother tea, too yes and we laugh at y'all and sometimes she so. have good tea she have real good tea i'll be like mama <laughs> what? what you yes. talking about i'm like well how do you know this how do you know yeah. right she have real good tea but we exchange and i and she makes me laugh like yes. she says some crazy stuff that i ain't even about to say right Right yeah, now. my mother said some. Yeah, she she's funny, and I don't know. I'm just but I'm, she be dead ass. They both be dead ass. Yeah, she's dead serious. That's what makes it more funny because my mother be dead serious. I think that's where I got that from. Yeah, I be dead ass, and people <laughs> be dying laughing. And, and you like, like, no, this really happened. <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> this is a real thing. So I appreciate right? that about my mother. I love that about her that yeah. we can 
we talk on a level where we both is understanding for both of us, mm-hmm. and then she still flip back into yeah. mother mode. Yeah, no, like, there's that's definitely my friend, a but that is my mother. Yes, yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to take this episode just to um, say that I love my mother. I'm so grateful for her, and I'm happy that I'm able to express this on this platform. So, cousin, before I say what I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. the other day on Facebook. You dragged everybody and said, don't put no books. <laughs> I don't do that. Don't put no books on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You dedicated a whole podcast to your mama. Well, because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mama. Don't be dragging mama. people on No, Facebook. my thing was this. My thing was, go to her wall <laughs> and write the book on her wall. Not I on your dying. wall. Because then I don't have to see the book. Like, you could choose to skip the Mother's Day edition episode 10 you could skip this episode you're right cousin. but you know i was dying when you posted it again i was like she i was is like so i'm crazy. serious like i'm tired of y'all writing these 10 page books and it you like you can just if your mother has a facebook you can just go to her wall and just write it i'm not saying don't you d- can call your mama though you could call her too mm-hmm. you could you could very well call her so now that this episode is coming to an end um and this whole episode is dedicated to both of our mothers mm-hmm. YC and TW. Um, I want to do some honorable mentions okay. because I have all of my friends that are mothers. So, okay, for all my older listeners, I want y'all to like close your eyes for a minute and go back to <laughs> Tupac, um, Machiavelli CD. Um, which one was it? I should play it. Right. I forget which. Um, no, it was the it was the Machiavelli CD. I forgot. Well, when Tupac was like naming off all the people that meant something to him, and he was like, "So all the real OGs, we out." Okay, so um, Leisha Bell. This is in no particular order. No particular order. Um, Leisha Bell, Tanya Watkins, Deshada Simpson, Angel Gamage, Tamika Battles, Mernisha Williams, Gina Kelly, Don Shaw, Natoya Fields, Rochelle. We can't say her last name because she. You can't just, she ain't got no last name. Rochelle X. <laughs> Satira McClinton. Um, Cherie Walker, who just had a birthday. Happy birthday. And she's a great mother of two boys. Mary from my book club. Jennifer from my book club. Um, Kimberly Dandridge. Tracy Merritt. Deborah Cromer. Last but not least, Victoria Bailey, who is pregnant with her first baby. And this is going to be her first Mother's Day. Aww. So I'll see her um, later on today to give her something special because we were doing the whole gender reveal for her. She don't know what she having yet. I should see it because the episode going to be out, but I won't. I won't. I think I have one honorable mention. Okay. And that's my cousin Mia. Oh. My cousin Mia, um, her daughter is a little over a year old, mm-hmm. but she, this baby has completely changed her. She has gone into motherhood so gracefully and she is doing this so well. Oh, so I'm super, Mia. super proud yes, of I Mia. know Mia too. We love um, you, Mia. One of my little cousins. Yes, who is, happy birthday. Know, like, we're really close. Mm-hmm. And she is just doing this motherhood thing you Great. know so i am so proud of her and happy mother's day to her all righty <laughs> it's all the real ogs we out oh, I, 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 I,